Welcome, one and all, to the Sound Wizards Podcast. Sound like a real wedding band there. <laughs> Only the best wedding band. You guys, welcome to another episode of the Sound Wizard Podcast. How you doing? Yay! <laughs> I think I, I, I want to pass my blabbering responsibilities on to John Paul. Everybody meet John Paul. Starting right now? Yeah, starting right now. Howdy, I'm John Paul. Hey, all. We are a group of humans in Austin, Texas who spend a lot of time in, on, and around music. Uh, this is a podcast called Sound Wizards. Started by True with Carter and Mike, and we are joined today by AJ and Rosie. I think I'm just gonna jump in. Give us a little more of your name, the instruments you play, what you're touching right now in particular, and how do you know the other wizards in the room? Okay, well, I'm AJ Vincent. Um... I play keyboards, and I'm currently using my new Juno DS. And basically, I needed a, a synth that could kind of be on stage everywhere and just have all the routing options and everything. So I finally bought it, and I don't know it very well, but it, you know, it's fun to jam with it and, and get to know it better. Um, and then how I know everybody will kind of probably met True first. When did we, we jammed. We jammed well, at Mosaic. Well, Let's let's kick it for real. I mean, uh, well, you met my mom. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so like, <laughs> within the first conversation I had with her, she was like, "What kind of music are you into?" And then I was like, "Well, like kind of crazy rock and roll stuff." And she's like, "I think you and my son would get along." Mm -hmm. I, I think I even said, "Rosa, a lot of women say that to me, and I don't know how to respond to that, but I, I'll believe you." And then we did. We jammed yep. actually with Mike, right? Uh, this is in the mosaic room. The yeah. true head. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Tall guy, that yeah. guy. Hell of a guy. We'll okay. come back around. <laughs> Hell of a drummer. We'll edit this part out. Don't worry about it. We did not mention yet, I don't think, that we are in a different studio today. That's correct. Right. Home studio yes. of Carter Greaves, and it's... Studio, studio B. Studio B. Yeah. I will take a second and explain what AJ's setup looks like for those who aren't, don't have eyes in this room. Um, <laughs> there's a keyboard... <laughs> Uh, with Sorry, like guys. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pedals and a wall pedal, is that right? There's a wall in there, yeah. And then all of nice. those things are being piped into a Leslie cabinet. If you don't know what a Leslie <laughs> cabinet is, it's basically like a basically like a Marshall cabinet that spins on its head. Yeah. And uh, it's, made yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's kind of an amazing setup. When he says I play keys, uh, it kind of sounds like one thing. And when you look at it in real life, it's a way cooler thing. And stranger thing. I graduated from piano a while ago. <laughs> <say> that. <laughs> yeah. I wish we didn't have to carry that piano in here, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'm just talking now, so uh, uh, what else is he supposed to answer, John? Uh, it fits perfectly. Always keys? Okay. Is that what you learned first? 
Yeah, I started when I was five, and I wanted to play keys for some reason, and and my parents were cool with it, and they made it happen. And um, basically, it just kind of slowly evolved from piano to like piano songwriting to like organ and Rhodes and piano, and then it just like evolved into synth. Yeah, excited to hear more of that too. Uh, we have a theory that the foundation of music is a rhythm. So we start with a jam to learn by. Uh, yeah, Mike, yeah. what'd you bring for us today? Uh, you know, I was going to do uh, an opso jam, but I, we just did that in the opening jam. Uh, <laughs> sorry, buddy. It was just too cool. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I think the other thing I've been... So how I practice endurance is I put on a, like, a jungle drumming or a drum and bass kind of video on YouTube and just see how long I can go until my arms give out and I can't play anymore. So I'm going to play really fast today. Okay. And we're gonna do a jungle, I mean, it's basically like this, this, uh, yes. that kind of thing for hours. And Sweet. <laughs> I would just say grip it and rip it. Uh, we're gonna we get a break for the wheel of influence. Um, <laughs> now you are going to spin the wheel of influence. It looks okay. like something that spins, but it's actually just a button. Does it actually click? What was the click? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. no, it clicks. Yeah. I was no, like, are they it. making that click sound in the room? Like, no. what is going spin on? It. I'm gonna put it by your microphone because it'll pick up better. All right, here so it goes. Close. Where's the? Uh, that's the part we don't know. <laughs> Do it. Down at the bottom. There we go. A memorable da, da, da. live show. Well, I'd be lying. Ooh, that's a new one. We haven't had that one Wait, yet. What was it quite? What was it? A memorable live show. Oh. A memorable. A memorial of a live show. Like <laughs> 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 memorial. Uh, well, the immediate one that comes to mind was Festival de Tay and Quebec City. And I was at the time playing with the Bright Light Social Hour, keyboards and vocals. Uh, this was in 2012. And we were playing the big festival. It's like their big summer festival and much bands play. Um, and it was Aerosmith, Our Lady Peace, and then we opened. Oh, sure. And nice. it makes me like fucking quiver thinking about it. But basically like it was estimated 80 to 100,000 people. And it was oh, by nice. far like Crap. the biggest show of my life. <laughs> oh my God. And it was just mind blowingly large. I went on such like an adrenaline trip that it was just like, I have very little memory of the show itself. It was just like such a rush that it was just like, at the end of it, I was just like, poof, and all, all of a sudden I was looking out. And I had this like weird white shirt on and they started, the, the front of the crowd started chanting, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Not helping and, in front of the crowd. And like, and it was weird. It was a very weird moment for me. And it was, it was a really proud moment to achieve, you know, and stuff and Jesus took a lot does. of work, yeah. but like, Jesus does. <laughs> no, but it was the funniest moment for me was that like, uh, I got done with the set and we were just like mind blown, like, Whoa, you know, and, um, and it was also funny to watch our little van pull up next to Aerosmith's like, <laughs> it was like 
four RVs, like three <laughs> nice. 18-wheelers, and we're like, so we took a picture of our tiny little van. <laughs> anyway, oh, so I got done with the set, and um, Our Lady Peace was going to set up, so I, I got done, and I, was, and I was just like, I walked off, you know, I couldn't really fucking breathe, but it was just, I came back on to get my gear, and people started screaming, and I thought, Our Lady Peace just came on stage, and I, it, I like, looked behind me, and I was just like, it's like they're not there, and I look back, and they're like, "Woo!" And I was like, "Where the fuck's the band then? Like, where are they?" It's like, and then it dawned on me that they actually liked it so much that they were just kind of like, "They're like, dude, that was awesome!" And I have fans that were at the front of the crowd, like I'm still Facebook friends with them and stuff, and they're like, "Hey man, how's it going?" And they were just, and that's like where we met at the show. So that was like, but definitely, like that was that's the one there. And it can, was, it was can a you blast. describe? Can you describe the the moment you look out? You know. I, I've never played anything that big, but played some bigger shows. Bigger show for me was like 2,000 people. It's a you lot know? of people. Dude, My two knees thousand. shake uncontrollably. I have to stand at a um, very large, put my feet very far away from each other so that my knees don't knock, you know, if um, it's that big. Yeah, it was almost so like, like, it was hard to comprehend big to where it was almost easier in that regard, but it was like, um, I had the advantage of being on tour for a couple of weeks at that time, so I was like really like tuned in to where I didn't have to like worry about what we were gonna play or anything. So it was just like, it just it was just like take off. It was the most yeah. the most high I've been on stage ever. It was That's just crazy. like it's it was so it was such a rush. Like I said, like it was drug like to where I'm just like yeah, I barely I don't remember what I did honestly. It was just yeah. it just happened and then it stopped. All, all that energy has to be unimaginable I yeah mean, the energy it's of 80, huge yeah, yeah. Oh and it goes God. like way back there and they had like speaker racks for people in the backpack wow. like the last 40k and it's just That's like incredible. i was just like did you hang out with aerosmith no i he was like uh, uh steven tyler was literally like from me to that you know like five feet away and that dude is he's like <laughs> he's like you know it's him you know and i'm just like walking by i'm walking by and i'm just like looking at him i was like so that's the fucking dude <laughs> And he's, just, and he's just like chatting with his, his his crew guy and like the pianos and stuff are all around and I was like, well, there he is. And then like, of course, everybody with us because we had like moms and parents and stuff come out, and so they're like totally speechless, like like fan moment where they're like, oh. we're like, well, there he is, and they're just like locked into a position there, and they're like, I can't believe we're next to this guy. <laughs> so it was it was it was a trip. That's it was great. A trip. That's wonderful. Yeah, it was super fun. We took a bunch of whiskey shots afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> good story ends. That's awesome. Uh, Rosie. All right. Uh, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Influence. Oh. Click, click. Boom. Ever given up music and why? This Ooh. is an interesting question. Um, yes, I actually did give up music about for about two years. Um, I had been playing music, I guess, live and professionally since I was about 10 years old. I had a band called OMG. It was the best band ever. Um, OMG. OMG, legitimate. Yeah, yeah. We played uh, at Hanover's and at the Pine nice. Street Festival. Yeah, no. Um, so, no, I, I had been playing for music for a very long time. Um, I did School of Rock for um, a number of years. And continued and continued and I graduated high school and I don't know it, I, I guess it was a period of my life where kind of things were were going to shit and um, everything including music kind of lost itself I completely burned out um, I was doing a lot 
and I quit the band I was in, uh, which was actually Moving Panoramas. Um, I left um, after being there for three years and um, barely picked up an instrument in that time. Um, I went to school for a little while, went to college for a little bit, and tried doing some music stuff. Like I tried taking a songwriting class, I tried taking a uh, audio engineering class, and just couldn't. I don't know. I guess it was a mental mindset. I couldn't put myself back into music. I was still listening to music and still kind of exploring and, and discovering new things, but um, it really wasn't until, I guess, ooh, last summer that I kind of, um, I don't know, I guess I just woke up one day and, I, and I've been itching to play a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until finally one day I was like, you know, I think I might try this again. And it was actually really great. I, um, that summer, uh, Leslie from Moving Panoramas had reached out to me because we hadn't talked in a little while. Um, she reached out to me and we had lunch and caught up and she was basically like, look, if you ever want to come back, just let me know. What, what was the moment, you know, I mean, giving up has, uh, there's so many reasons and, and actually the moment probably in which you decided is a very complex moment. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what what we want to do in, in some regard is to explain that emotive process so that when somebody is in that time in their life, they have something else to grab a hold of because mm -hmm. it can feel very lonely, you know, and so can you elaborate a little bit more on where you were in your own life when you made that choice and what was impressing upon you? Sure, yeah. So um, I was about 20 and we had just finished our uh, first big tour and it was a, a two tours. One was six weeks and then we were off for about a week and then we did a, another four-week tour. And um, I guess emotionally I was just, I was kind of just done. I was completely burned out. Um, the same thing kind of happened to me in high school um, with um, education and, and grades and trying to be the best all the time. Um, very much a perfectionist. And so... You're not attaining that by whatever the standard is that you have in your you head? You know, I, I don't know if it was even that. I think I just lost complete and utter joy for it. Mm. I didn't like it anymore. I didn't want to do it anymore. It didn't make me happy, which was weird for me because it was always something that it completely made. That was my life. It was everything that I wanted to do um, since I was a kid. And I don't know if it had become mentally like more work or if it had um but something was gone uh the the spark was gone and I fully had to take myself away from it for quite a while for about two, like I said about two years um in order to come back to it and appreciate it more and to be honest I I uh love it more now than I ever have like even with the hecticness of everything, it's exactly where I want to be. You know, socially, my peers were all going to college. They were all at the point of almost graduating. Um, and I was still like, I don't really know what I want to do. And I tried on a bunch of different hats because when I stopped, I, I think I changed majors at school three or four times, <laughs> um, yeah. just trying to figure out exactly what I want to do. And eventually I ended up not finishing and going back to music. Which is yeah. uh, <laughs> welcome to the club. Not gonna yeah. necessarily <laughs> recommend it. Um, I, I mean, I, I know it worked for me. Um, 
you know, I found that the, the academic approach to things was not where I am right now, and um, that this is where I want to be. And so, Your yeah. own academic approach. Yeah. It's a yeah. new time where everyone's right. Yeah, exactly. This is a much more fun academic approach. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I think you're making great. Yeah. You're 23. So I'm 23. You're badass. Yeah, band. yeah. I mean, you've been oh, on the road. Firecracker, for sure. Know, multiple instruments. That's really, that's really fucking cool. 23, I think I was, I was drinking and playing Smash yeah. Brothers. Which I, <laughs> I, I still like, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rose yeah. is like, that's so, cool. <laughs> that is, that is, you know, there's no music. That was, that's what was missing. Actually, for me, it's a uh, Wednesday and Sunday night D&D sessions. So, um, yeah. that Can is... Can I get invited to that? Twice uh, a week. We've yeah. been trying to yeah. do a game night forever. <laughs> what what yeah. town are you in? South? Uh, no, I'm north. North. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, my That's, porch. But I can move. Okay, I can, okay. I can John travel. Paul's porch... Or Truce Pool, whatever makes more, whatever True. ends up it's happening. It's hard to play a game yeah, floating in the pool. That's the big thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I might have to try my hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's a I've been wanting pool. to. Yeah. I've been wanting to try yeah. my hand at DMing, so. Yeah. Mm. You'd be the most experienced. Yeah. Can you dress up like a wizard? Uh, I have, well, um, so here's the thing is I'm actually going to the Renaissance Festival this weekend, so oh, I have been putting together my full pirate outfit, um, yes. all complete with this really cool, um, wizard hat. No, it's, well, it's a custom, it's actually a custom made, <laughs> Nailed it. uh, cavalier hat with a, a huge plume yeah. off a of it. A oh, no. cavalier? No. Big old uh, like, hat. It, you know, it's, it's, so it's like, you know, you're, you're almost like three musketeers hat. Okay, kind that's of. sick. Um, but it's That's got awesome. a pheasant feather on it, and uh, yeah, no, and I've got I've got a plethora. My my uncle is a uh, medieval weapons enthusiast, so for That's cool. so for my 18th birthday, he Bro, gave me. Some hearts I'm excited. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of nerds out What there sort of weapon can we visualize? <laughs> what are you holding in that world? Yeah, right? Yeah, no, so he gave me a rapier for my 18th birthday. Oh, so, awesome. yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to be in full garb, and uh, we were actually joking in, in the band. Um, Leslie was like, yeah, we might have a show on the 30th. I'm like, that's cool. I'll be at the Renaissance Festival, so I'm down for it as long as I can stay dressed up like a pirate. Yes. <laughs> so. That's the deal. Oh, that's yes. the deal. The next oh, phase shit. of this evening shall be the improvisation and art of the, art of the jam. The important thing to note is this is a two-part jam, so I'm gonna keep the first part of this jam kind of short. And AJ, you're gonna kind of, you're gonna give us the suggestion that starts it off. What we're trying to do is find a good groove and establish parts or movement, and then I'll end it, and we'll change it a little bit. But right now, we need from you a suggestion, a mood or a phrase, a okay, key Okay, you warned feeling. me moments ago. <laughs> yeah. And I was scrambling for an idea. <laughs> It was like came up with, what would it sound like? If so, we're on Mars, right? And, uh, okay, well, it's cool if this is not gonna work, so let me know if it doesn't. <laughs> oh, sure. um, what would it sound like? What would be the vibe? It's all completely fantasy fiction, so bear with me. Okay. We're on Mars, we live in one city on Mars, and there's another city on Mars, and we're having a road trip okay. from one city to the other. Nice. And like, so, you know, imagine we're in our like bubbles on Mars and we have to get in our suits and we get in our suits and we hop in whatever rover, I guess, not a car, obviously. <laughs> we, get down, we get on, we get on the Mars, the Mars interstate, whatever that is. Like, what would that, <laughs> what would 
What's the playlist to that oh, drive? What's the music section for that drive? Road drive playlist. So I'll try to interpret what you're saying. So we're in our suits, you know, in our craft, you know, okay. hanging out. <laughs> Smoking, obviously, somehow. <laughs> what I hear is like, it's like the I-10 drive between Pulling Austin. ourselves up with our oxygen tank. It's like the I-10 drive between Austin and LA, but on Mars. Is that maybe... Does that sound like what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, it's, it's not an insane drive. Just a couple hours. We have to make it from point A to point B, but it's on Mars, and we have these fresh Mars tunes we're jamming. Okay. Fresh Mars so. <laughs> Mars is... Yeah. Mars is real bouncy, right? Yeah. I mean, like, it's... Yeah. I feel yeah, like what it's the hell does that sound it's like? To me, it's like desert, desert rock. That's what I want. Like, like Caius? Yeah. yeah. But there might be some. I watched the movie once about... Oh, I mean, no, it's, it's an interpretation. <laughs> we're, we're all interpreting it. We need so a what pen. What we have to do as artists, we have to like internalize it. So let's give
<laughs> that was fucking fun. Thank you. Thank you all. Fuck. All right, high fives. All right. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Rosie. You were the bravest of us yeah. all. That was AJ, thank you for carrying us. Mike. I'm just screaming shit. Thank you for feeling feel good. <laughs> um, all right. I got questions. Good job, all right, Rosie. AJ. Yeah. Thank you. We heard, uh, we heard like the... Great job, the AJ. Appetizer of sorts. <laughs> what are you doing with your music currently? Party Wolf, what else? Or talk to us more about Party Wolf. Uh, basically, right now, um, the main two things I'm doing is the, obviously the Party Wolf stuff. And I'm just releasing songs and playing shows and doing the thing. Uh, and then the Matt Gilmore band, I've been in for well, probably a couple years now. And basically, it's a three-piece, um, and we do a bunch of crazy stuff. And we were running with a four-piece with a bassist, but then we kind of noticed that our jams as a three-piece was kind of different and had a bit of a different vibe. And so we were kind of gravitating towards it, and eventually a bassist left, and we were just like, well, maybe we'll just jam. So basically, now it's like a ton of synth, synth bass, and a bunch of stuff, guitar, drums, vocal harmonies and stuff. But we launched tracks with an SPD and stuff like that, so I bury synths. So what? I play some synth live, but then I barely. Sounds like you synths. just shot on Russia in the open water. SMB. What did you say? Uh, the S the SPD. It's like a tradition. It's like a drum pad thing. You got a check synth. for that, or? <laughs> dude? Sorry, I should. But it, you, I mean, you like there's a common little yeah, yeah. rolling drum pad thing, and you can throw whatever sample you want. So we just. Like, so when you hit a pad, it makes a sound that you pre-choose. Yeah, and you can either just launch a one-shot sample or whatever, or you can basically tie those samples to a click, and I'll like build it in Ableton. Like I'll build the bass for the thing because I can't play like three synths and bass at the same time. So whatever I can really? play becomes. You know, Jeez, why not? I tried. Um, I mean, you are like, technically. I can play. I can play yeah, yeah, previously. I can play bass synths at the same time, but having that bonus hand basically. Um, so I'll basically build layers, and the drummer, Danny, will then sync that in the SPD. So he hears the click, we don't, and he launches the tracks. For instance, like it's like two, three, and he hits something on like three or four, and it comes around quantized on the one to where it's like two, three, hits it, and all of a sudden the bass like hits on the one, the next one that happens. And yeah. so he's synced up back there and he launches it like that and we're just, it's just crazy. So I can do so many layers and I can just like, That's so you cool. know, flush it out. And you know, I got over the whole backing track things a long time ago, like, and it's simply because of the way the nature of synths are. Like I, I can't filter stuff and filter this and do that all at the same time. So it's kind of like, I do as much as I can and then just like the rest of it just fucking flies. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's incredible. I mean, you know, there's there's a weird thing that you're explaining there that I think should we should take another second and talk about because you know, what you're doing is you're you're writing a song with a band first and foremost. So the weird thing we just did that took us I don't know thirty minutes, forty minutes, I don't know, more, an hour. Yeah, it was a while. <laughs> like yeah. sixteen days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took about six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that that you know that that thing is pretty hard to do. So then you're taking that and then and then digging into it and making it better. And not only making it better exactly. by just writing more mm -hmm. points, parts, but you're also then taking those parts and figuring out how to set them up to one trigger. So that your drummer in a live setting can go click, click, trigger, start. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone all of a sudden has a bass and some other things and another instrument. Like your strings and yeah. all sorts of stuff. But it's supposed to mix directly with the Leslie 
mix, so it's like you're not supposed to hear the string synth by itself. So it's like all very buried and like layered and all well, that stuff. When you when you see a band on Saturday Night Live, there's a whole crew of people doing what you're talking about, and their their jobs are to do that. So there's maybe two or three people who are sitting behind computers or MPC pads or right like it's like launching. Stuff. Yeah, they're launching. That's exactly <laughs> what they're doing. Managers For real, man. <laughs> there's a whole industry of people who are doing that for popular artists that you don't ever see. Like and, they're behind and, the stage. Yeah, yeah, and what's really cool about what you're talking about is that you're doing it in a live setting with a small band, mm. a three-piece, and you guys have figured out how to include that sound to your live performance. That that that, that it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, professional really cool. quality. It's, yeah, dude, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. You just don't, don't say that. Don't say the end of that. Say it's the hardest thing in the world. It's and, fun to see. And you should hire it's, you to do it for. <laughs> A thousand dollars an hour, does that sound too much nowadays? We all go to a lot of shows and it doesn't look like that. Yeah, it doesn't look like That's that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fair, fair. You guys just look like you're, you yeah. the story from earlier, right? Mm -hmm. That time where you jumped yeah. up in the air and flopped on your back in the middle of a break. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, that was crazy day. day. Wasn't that a crazy one day? Last I broke, yeah, I broke all the bones in my butt. Uh, well, we, we got pretty clean and objective there in a way that was enjoyable, but I'm going to get meta. What's the current goal Ooh. for you? Of your music. Personally, right? Yeah, personally. And actually, if you want to think about it, you could tell us where we could listen to the Matt Gilmore Band as well. Oh, well, we have the MattGilmoreBand.com, and it's on Spotify and all that stuff. Uh, they, we also have a Twitch channel through the band, and we do a lot of performances, and we'll stream practices and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, we just released um, a three-song little demo EP thing called Two. And uh, we actually did it ourselves, so that was exciting. Nice. And uh, also extremely nerve-wracking, as you know. And you're just like, does it sound good? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. It's crazy. But, like, you know, so we just did all that, so check that out. And then, like I said earlier, I just released a single for Party Wolf. Um, you can find that everywhere. Love Will Take Us Far. Also space-themed. And then... Um, goal. The goal music. of music... Um, music is by far, like the only thing in the world for me that um there's an infinite patience for it to where like it never gets old it never i don't know there's nothing else in the world like this for me but it's like it literally has some sort of infiniteness to it to where all I, the wizards I are just... bobbing their head right now <laughs> <laughs> filling the void so it's to me it's very natural to where it's like i see it as something that i can just do very very uh without it just comes very naturally, so it's one of those things where I look at that like, well, if I can do this naturally, then I can kind of like, you know, improve the songs and do the whole thing. Like I said earlier, the ultimate, the ultimate point is like, as a human that also goes to shows and festivals and likes to dance and go crazy at shows, you know, I really want people to like, if they're going to pay money to go see anybody's show, like you got to step up to the plate first and foremost there, but then it's like, I want them to not forget it and like, Really, the, I guess the ultimate goal for my music is to give people those, like, memories where, it's like, remember when we danced our asses off and it was all crazy and it was, we were drunk and it was, you know, and then, like, they remember it for, like, years, like, yeah, bro, it was such a fun night, but it, it's, like, giving people the energy via music to, like, set all that chain reaction off to where it, like, sets the room off, everyone's dancing, but then it becomes, like, the reward for working all fucking week. Like, everyone works all week, works your ass off, whatever. Musicians work every single day of the week. And, like, 
it's like kind of like if you're gonna go to the show, it's like entertainment for your life, and if this is supposed to like break the monotony of work and everything that's hard and all that stuff. Like you've got to deliver that, and like give someone that memory, that moment to where like, oh, what a relief from life. That was a blast. And they wake up the next day all stoked about it. Like that's the point to me as a musician. Is like that's my role in the world is to like give people that to where they just like I like life. Amen. Hell yeah. yeah. Hey, the, yeah. Dope as black. the guy that called himself Party Wolf just wants you to have a good time. Literally, yeah. yeah. But I think that's the, make, yeah. the name of the podcast this this day is Entertainment for Life. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny part is the moments we remember are the ones that AJ's talking about. Yes. Like yeah. that's the shit you that you hold them super yeah. dear, you know? You're yeah. just like like Justice at ACL this past year. Like, dude, that was a life changing show for me. Like mm. I want to do that for people. Yeah, I saw Perfect Circle at the Austin City Music Hall in 2001, September That's 14th, sick. I think. Yeah, yeah. And it was the first lineup with uh, Paz. Yeah, yeah, and it was, and it was like you know I'd, I'd never seen Tool before at that point, and maybe it was you know the lead singer or whatever. But I still remember like a lot of that show because mm. it's so ingrained mm. into my yeah. So yeah, it's, I totally. It's so vivid. John Paul, what's a show that ingrained itself in your mind? In the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear all the noises in the mic. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Like, Emery. Really? When they were playing The Wall Whoa. at a warp tour in Detroit. Whoa. And like, that is crazy. I know those guys. They're, they're one of my favorite bands. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah. And this was like 2005. Mm. Nice. I think they're one Work of the only. Ba- they're one of the first bands in my life that every record they produced, I liked. That there yeah. was like four or five bands in that time in my life where they were all making records. I think I I, I loved every record of theirs. They did a great job. What's the, what's the even the really the question? Yeah, the question there, was yeah. great. But uh, Rosie, I'm gonna throw it back at you. <laughs> what are you doing with your music currently? We we, we, are, we have a good idea because we've had you before. Um, so if you want to build in also, what are you doing with your music currently as well as what, what's the current goal of yours? Yeah, definitely. Um, so currently I am playing guitar for uh, Moving Panoramas. Uh, we just released about, I guess, a little over a month ago now, our second record. Uh, it's called In Two, and that has been doing pretty well and going pretty far. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, currently my goal, well... Um, well, I actually, I really, really want to work on my guitar playing. So guitar is the last instrument I picked up and it is something that I've never been like 100% comfortable with. I always preferred bass. Bass was my safe spot. And so whenever I had to play guitar, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Can I play rhythm guitar, please? Um, and so now I'm really, really wanting to step out of my comfort zone and work on my leads. Um, I started taking this really cool online class um, that is teaching me slide guitar um, because there may be some instances that are really cool, um, awesome pedal steel pet player, uh, Phil McJunkins, may not be able to make it for some shows. And so my goal is to be able to mimic what he's doing on pedal steel on guitar and so um either that or he's also going to start teaching me pedal steel so that's also just a sweet goal to do on a guitar what a pedal steel does is alone a pretty cool goal that's my goal and so it's like you can also play pedal steel that would just be crazy (laughs) i mean i'm totally up for it i I would so love to just add to the the collection of things because i think it's all you know every instrument's a little bit different and it's fun it's like a good hobby 
play an instrument on a movie, pedal steel is the one you should learn. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's true. true. We're, yeah, look, true. we're looking for you. Uh, you know, <laughs> Rosie, I, I'm so impressed. Every time I, I play next to you, I'm, I'm so impressed with how good you are at picking up between all of the other instruments. Really, every time I'm like looking at you going, I don't know how she's dealing with all the shit I'm throwing at her right now, but she seems to be doing well. So. I don't even know how I'm dealing yeah, with all this. Yeah, shit really. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I would say that uh, you should. The next time you come back, let's switch. Let's let's all stay mostly on bass, and you stay mostly on guitar. Let's do it. It's a good goal. Good. A worthy challenge. Yeah. Also, we just hit our 180-minute mark in this oh, recording. Yeah. All right. I like it a lot, but it's it's it's. Let's switch. I'm the to different. Yes. And actually, hold up, because the idea here, and Drew can fill me in more. We're trying to challenge ourselves to sound different. Um, so we're going to significantly change the format, and just so none of you, so you're all equally surprised. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have Carter. Give us the impetus for this jam. What do you want on what instrument? What vibe are you feeling? Sarah. That's awesome. I'm gonna get a beer while I worry about this. Say, Rosie, grab a guitar. Okay. All right, that works. Yeah. AJ, do you want Because your keys are vocals. Yeah. Not really. If it was between keys, vocals, and drums, I would want to switch to drums. This has been the Sound Wizards Podcast. I don't know what that means. <laughs>